Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiancé time with my co-host, Why, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me and we are recapping everything 90 Day because we're still talking about Darcy and Stacey before the 90 Days and the single life. How are you doing, Coupon Queenpin? Because this I am awesome. What the heck did we watch this weekend? This weekend, I have to say the internet wins. <laughs> I yeah. have seen tweets, memes, like everything combined that it was like, oh my goodness. It made me laugh and laugh. And I just wanted to keep scrolling and looking for more. I actually got on Twitter this weekend and I was just like, I cannot believe what I've been missing, but I'm so used to watching all of these shows early that, oh my God. (laughs) But this is okay. So for those of you that don't know, Sunday nights, I get on Twitter and I tweet live as I'm watching the episode. So for me, it's so much fun to interact with you guys because it's hilarious. Like the things that people are saying, what's going on, it's so crazy. And you wouldn't believe. And I think some people actually like watch it and then rewatch it. Does that make sense? Like they're, they'll watch it on Discovery Plus and then they'll watch it as it's happening live just yes. so they can talk to other people. But it's so crazy. That's what happened to me. I watched the episode on Discovery Plus. It was like eight o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. Why not start your morning with some 90 day fiance, right? <laughs> and then I ended up watching it like the last, I think it was half hour, the last half of the show. Yeah, it was the last okay. hour. Then that's when I get, I went crazy on Twitter, but I was just, I, there was so much good I guess it was good combining with everything that was happening. You got the single life on Friday, you take a little break and then you're watching uh, 90 day fiance before the 90 days on Sunday. And then you got Monday, which is Darcy and Stacy and all the other um, series that have come out, like uh, the David and Annie and Lauren Alexi. So there's a lot of 90 day happening in like the span of like four days. So, right. I want to get into Darcy and Stacy. This episode is called For Love or Money. Now, these twins have arrived in Miami last week and we see them settle in into their new villa. Uh, Georgie wants to actually make an impact on Anacone Aspen because, again, that's uh, Darcy's, like, you know, pride and joy. They're their kids. And if you don't get along with the kids and you don't not get along with her, uh, we find more about Florian and his jealousy because one of their great friends, Mike, who is from L.A., who's a fashion designer and DJ, coming into Miami and getting ready for some business meetings. And we see this jealousy arise. Uh, Starcy though, ends up speaking up about um, Darcy's relationship with Georgie to their friend Michael. Um, but they also get to meet up with their cousin Shannon, which we hear Shannon so much about, you know, she's so successful. She's an entrepreneur. She's got this amazing business. She's a powerhouse. And 
And she is married to an NBA star, Ray Allen. So this is all you hear from throughout this episode. You know, our cousin Shannon, she's a power couple. She is married to Ray Allen. They are, oh my gosh, we're so proud of her. We are so happy to call her my cousin, our cousin. And, you know, we just love her so much and we cannot wait. Like, that's what you heard through this episode was just Shannon, powerhouse woman who has an amazing business she's successful and she's married to ray allen we get it guys we get it it was just as bad as they want to be her oh oh definitely they got hurt but it kind of reminded me of natalie trying to explain to us that she's freaking ukraine for like the a million time but she's a ukrainian girl (laughs) don't mess with her i get it yeah you know so Darcy Cece brings up something in her confessionals that she's a bit concerned of Darcy heading over to Shannon's because she apparently gets compared, like she likes to compare herself, her life, her relationship to other people. She gets a little bit of like that competitive side to see who's doing better than the other. And Stacey's concerned about her about that because you know, Shannon, yes, she's successful. She's got a family. She's got a business. She's got this. And she's married to Ray Allen, everybody. So she was a bit concerned about her getting over there and kind of getting that feel of like comparison. And of course, as they had their visit, um, she was telling Georgie that, you know, that's what I want to be. I want to be like uh, Shannon because she's got the power couple she's a powerhouse she's like this great entrepreneur again if it was a drinking game i think i would have been on the floor and probably not been able to watch the the rest of the episode because it just kept coming up and kept coming up and we get it you want to be heard we hear it but georgie's trying to win everybody over this is his time to redeem himself he's helping stacy with the kinkles he's helping um Annika and Aspen have a great time and then he has this great surprise with them which is deep water deep water fishing or am I saying that wrong water deep fishing <laughs> I feel like I'm saying it wrong but they end up going fishing and um we no, I start it's, to it's wait it's is it deep water or deep sea water fishing or deep, deep... sea fishing deep sea deep fishing, sea fishing. there it. we go no. No, it's not deep water. It's deep sea fishing. Deep sea fishing. So this is where I'm trying to realize like what twin is, uh, what twin, what sister is like who. I came to the conclusion that Annika's more like her mom. She's not into that activity. She's not into fishing and everything. Um, Aspen's more adventurous. She does like fishing. She loves to fish. So she's won Georgie over. And the way she reacted to that when she said, well, I'm going to take you guys fishing on a boat. Um, I just didn't like it. She was just, you know, she's like, why would we, why would we go fishing? No one likes fishing. And she put in this remark of, oh, I'm single, everybody. I'm single. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And Aspen's like, mom, that's really rude of you to say. And I was just like, good for you for saying that, because that is, if you're trying to repair your relationship, just don't go out there saying that you're single just because you do not want to go fishing. It's okay. This guy's putting in an effort at least. And in that moment, I kind of felt bad. And he does say his, his words during his confessional, which I don't really remember because of so much 90 day fiance that I had to soak in for, for our episode, but, um, going into uh, Stacy and Florian, 
he's really not happy that she's going on a business meeting at a bar with their friend, Mike, and he's not being a part of it. This is just the twins and their friend, Mike, who is a DJ and fashion designer who apparently helped them in LA. And ever since then, They've been friends. He has the right connections. He knows that he has the people that they want to talk to. And the one thing he says, what do you guys want to do? What do you want me to do? I'm here for you. I can, what do you guys need? I'm here. They said, well, we don't need anything. But and- I have a question though. Like, what did he expect? I mean, when you're, when you're in that lifestyle, so to speak, you're going to meet people. I mean, in business, regardless, you're going to meet men, women, people of all different walks of life like what's the problem exactly and that's where I felt bad for um Stacy now I'm picking up things here yeah you know what in Florian's eyes he apparently explains that he needs to be around Stacy 24 hours like she he needs to be there at all times but I do see his concern because their outfits, for those who don't watch the show, but you can probably have a mental picture. It was red shorts, a red blazer, and red tops underneath that was super duper low. Like cleavage sticking out like out of the yin-yang, like a nip-snip could happen. So I can see the concern of him saying like, well, you're dressing to a business meeting like this at a bar. It doesn't make sense to me, which there's nothing wrong meeting at a bar, but the way they're dressed it sends off the wrong signal for Florian. And I know she's saying I didn't spend this much money to not show off my body. So like, come on, just live a little, like I'm here for a business meeting. So I can see why Florian's getting that misconception. Like, are you going to a club or are you actually going to a meeting? Okay. But the crazy part is here's one thing that people don't understand and especially sometimes when you are in the fashion industry, business meetings happen at the weirdest places. And what I mean by that is I've seen where, and I've, but I've never gone to, I've seen where people have like business meetings at strip clubs or bars or kind of different places. So, I mean, I've been to business meetings at restaurants, at diners, at You know, so yeah, you could kind of wear whatever you feel comfortable in. And the one thing that, especially in the fashion industry, you are expected to look different. You're not really doing too much of the classic uh, look. So that could be acceptable. Yeah, definitely. But Florian is not understanding, I guess, the industry they're in fully because he was just questioning like the way she dresses, not too much. And I get it. He wants his woman to himself. Like you have her, but again, like you mentioned, you're in the fashion industry. You're going to look apart. You want to look and represent your brand on yourself and who you are and what you mean, what business means to you. So I feel like Florian is kind of not used to what their industry is like, even though he's a model, but it could be different. I don't know. He's got this overprotectiveness with her that she, she says she's happy that, you know, he's jealous because he's into her because if he wasn't, then he wouldn't be that much into her. That's true. That is true. But it's just so weird. Like, and especially with him being a model, I think that's the thing that kind of gets me. It's like, 
dude, you're a model. Like you should get this. Oh, for sure. So I find it kind of weird with that interaction, but anyways, they end up meeting with Mike, which was the most interesting part because they end up telling them about their man and how he's like worried about his sisters because, you know, he need, they need to be with men that are going to treat them right. So of course, Stacy being Stacy decides to open up her mouth and tell him everything that's happening with Georgie, how she's paying for this and she's paying for that and paying for this and paying for that. And Georgie's not doing anything. He's just sitting around and that's it. So this man gets all worked up because he's just like, no, you need to cut him out. And you know that I've been right every time I say something and I've never been wrong. You need to cut him out. He is not good for you. He's not meant for you. There are people out there that will treat you like a queen and this is not happening. Like you need to cut him out. But in the next week's episode, Mike ends up meeting these guys because he requested to meet them. So this way he, they can get their validation and personal opinion um, and it seems like Georgie gets heated with um, with Darcy, first of all, for saying anything. And two, with Michael, because he's playing the overprotective brother from another mother that, hey, you're not you're you need to find a job. You need to step it up or do something because this ain't going to work out with um, with Darcy. Oh, that sounds like it's going to blow up big time. Oh yeah. It seems like it's going to blow up. There's been some exchanges. Mike's hiding behind the silver twins trying to like keep that, you know, board of protection. Um, but <laughs> I'm excited for next week because I'm curious to see what Mike's going to say. And he does have valid points, you know, like he's hearing all this stuff from Stacy and he's just like, what the heck, what are you doing? Are you serious right now? No, find another man. But she wears her heart yeah. on her sleeve. <laughs> oh she's just so full of love you know right <laughs> she's so full of love <laughs> oh my gosh those two they're hilarious very very but let's move on from before the 90 days and the single life because you know what Th- there was so much happening that i did not even know where to start where to begin so before the 90 days episode eight calm before the storm we got to see jasmine and gino kimberly and usman mike and Hanema. oh my gosh ben and peru and ella and johnny so should we start with ella and johnny we should start with Ellen Johnny because we didn't really see much of them. We really didn't see much of them. So Ella is, Ella's got a plan. Ella has a huge plan because remember, Johnny was, couldn't get to his passport at first to go from Singapore, but now is able to get to Dubai because he has expressed that he does not want to come to the United States and get sick. Um, like, and I'm really just feeling like, dude, say your piece, say your, your, like, let her know that you're really not that into her. I, I, I don't get why he's like stringing her along but he is really, really stringing her along and it's making no sense. 
It really isn't. And I, I didn't like how she was just like, you know, Johnny checks off the boxes of a man I'm looking for, which was like his attraction. Like, it seems like it, it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Memphis where, you know, all like if Jiggy Jiggy's good, then that's it. We're going to get married and we'll figure, figure out the rest of the stuff. But for, um, is, and I'm not getting this because they're, they're not the only two, like Kimberly is doing the same thing. What is this checking off the boxes thing? Like, okay, you've known this person on a screen through the phone via WhatsApp or whatever you're using to contact them. You, you don't really know this person. And that's the crazy part. They don't really know this person, but they're like, oh, they check off all the boxes. This is not a multiple choice test. You are not filling out an application. Like, what is this? Yeah, and, and we're finding out this isn't the first time she's done this. She's done this before with some guy from um, India, her mom says. Crazy. It's so crazy. And it's it has to be the attraction for her. Like he checks off the, the he, she checks off the, the boxes of a perfect husband or something or, or something like that along those lines where I was just like, excuse me. Really? And like you mentioned, they only seen each other on screen time. You haven't lived with the person. You haven't seen them like face to face. Like what's going on here? And I'm thinking, I cannot believe this. It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense to me. Like Ella is living in a fantasy world. No. So now she has this huge plan. I'm going to Dubai. Like really? Which it drove me nuts that her mom says, what happens when you get to the Dubai? What is with people and sticking the in front of things? It it makes me nuts. The family Chantel, the mother Chantel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's like, okay, she's going to the Dubai um, or the Dominican, you know. (laughs) But she's going to Dubai And she wants to see where this is going to go because, of course, you know, he's her Asian prince. And I'm just like, what? I'm not getting this at all. Oh, same here. I just don't get it. Like, I do not understand. But I don't know what to say about these two because it's pretty messed up. She does ask for help from her mom financially, which she was just like, I will support you, which, you know, she doesn't say no, but she says no in a different way. As in, I will support you emotionally. Like I always have. And if that's your decision, I will try to support you in that way. So I'm just like, damn, it's like, she's trying to work them up and kind of say like, you know, he doesn't want to come here because of the virus and everything. And, you know, there is a plan. I want to do this, but also I need some money. But that's the thing is like, if you want to go and this is your plan, why don't you have money to fund your plan? Why are you trying to go on mommy's dime? Like, what the heck is that? (laughs) Exactly. I I didn't get that at all. I didn't get it. But anything else to add to Ella? Because we've got so much to get through. Nope, nothing else to add to Ella. All right, the next couple. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about Ben and his craziness? 
Oh my gosh. So this is one that the internet had a field day with for the entire <laughs> episode because I even retweeted it. Someone wrote, uh, yeah, two hours and Ben is still at the airport. I'm like, oh my gosh. The funny thing is you would have thought this, I thought the way he was behaving, like he was staying at Mahogany's house or something. He has a hotel room that he's booked. So why didn't he just go to the hotel room? First of all, he was determined that he was going to see her, even though she told him not to come. And it's like, why did you, but and, and in a way, I get it because the ticket may not have not been refundable. So he went ahead and he took the trip. But you've already booked this thing. You know that she's not showing up. Why, why is he torturing himself this way? Like, you know, everyone keeps telling him that she's not real, but he believes that they have a connection. You know, Angelica, they have such... A connection you can't put a you know you can't put anything on this he just knows even though she is showing no signs of connecting with him period not even on instagram yeah no i'm sorry the connection is so real like they know this was the plan from up above what we have is love and I will not give up on her. And I'm thinking, what the heck am I watching? What is wrong with this man? And apparently she's done this a couple times already. Red flags, but, red but flags, Lego, red flags. Lego Dave did the same thing. Lego Dave, Caesar. Yeah, they've done the same thing. I don't get it. I don't get it. All I can say is red flags, red flags, red flags. I know, like we're waving them. There's like the little, the little <laughs> minion is coming around. It's like beedo, 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 beedo. <laughs> They're just not getting it. They're just not getting it. They're not getting it. And you know what? Okay, do we eventually see mahogany in the next episode? We don't know yet, but I guess I can speak for the both of us. But correct me if I'm wrong. There's no mahogany. She ain't showing up. She's not showing up. First of all, she's not following Ben on Instagram. There's this woman that claims to be mahogany and says that she's the mahogany from 90 Day. So mahogany, if you are real, if you are not some weird man behind a computer desk who has photoshopped some some poor girl's pictures, please let us know. I feel like he's saying, you know, will the real society please stand up? Like, what the heck? I agree. Like, please let us know if you're real or not, because I'm dying to know. This man is, oh my gosh, I can't. I can't. It's, I can't watch it because he's so dumb. But next week's episode, he goes into his, t- into a town, him or her at this point, because we don't know who it is, who's hiding behind the phone here. So, I feel like he's going to pull out a, her her picture, go around her, her town and be like, have you seen this person? Her name's Mahogany. 
um, supposed to meet up with her, but you know, in his broken English, because apparently he's rehearsed this where I'm so happy to see you and you're so beautiful. It's going to be like, you too, Savis, don't taste mahogany, mahogany. <laughs> the people are going to be like, no, we've never seen this person. Gosh, Ben, like, first of all, mm-hmm. first of all, you know, his Spanish is going to be so bad that people are going to have to figure out what the heck he's saying mm-hmm. because you know when someone starts speaking Spanish to you and they don't speak Spanish normally and it's just like don't day estas and you're like oh my gosh what are you saying <laughs> it's like you do realize that's only two words two mm-hmm. words Donde estas? That two words. Like, but I am really waiting for you to get to word three because you have already made that into four words. <laughs> I agree. Yes. And I, I that's how I used to talk. Fun fact for those following me for the first time. That's how I used to talk when I used to go to Cuba with my friend because I didn't want to expose that I actually knew Spanish because you just don't know and you just want to protect yourself. Um, so it was like, I was being disguised in some sort of way. So when someone would come up and be like, Oh, what would you like to drink when we would have dinner, lunch, and breakfast? I'd be like, yo, Kiero Coke, like Coke. <laughs> They're like, Oh, Coca. I'm like, yes. See, I was like a mic. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I don't think anybody could be that bad. I, I would have given you, I would have given you Kenny. Oh, Kenny. Yes. Kenny. <laughs> yeah. I, I could see you doing a Kenny, but I don't think anyone actually the fan clan and I have actually decided that we have actually found someone that speaks worse Spanish than our former mayor. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. Because if anyone has ever, you can Google it. You can look it up on I YouTube. Remember watching these. <laughs> Bloomberg speaking Spanish. It takes 45 minutes to give a 15 minute speech and he had to give it in English and Spanish all the time. That's like, right. Oh gosh. <laughs> Do we have to sit through this? It's like, I think even the, the people that only spoke Spanish only were like, yeah, we're just going to get our English friends to translate. We're leaving. <laughs> For real. That's brutal. And I remember watching some of those clips. So yeah, it's, it's just crazy. It's pretty much like Ben going out there trying to look for mahogany. And I don't get the scene. Does she actually show up when he's sitting down I at the table? Know. That's the crazy part. That's what I'm wondering. That's what I'm wondering. Okay. She, she's not showing up. She's going to pull. Do you guys remember Ricky when he met, he was supposed to meet up with the first girl, but ended up going with the second oh my one. Gosh, yes. Yes. She might show up and then, you know, give five minutes and that's it, ghost him. I don't know. This is this is pretty like crazy. I'm dying to know. Does she show up? Like I am dying to know. Well, we definitely find out next week. I'm not sure. I am not sure. That's so crazy. It's but, crazy. oh my gosh. So then we also have you know, uh, which made the internet lose their minds, including myself, Gino and Jasmine, G and J, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. So, of course, he 
takes her to this beautiful island that she reserved that was 2500 was it $2,500 for this trip. And he feels that she deserves it because she's a queen. And they're getting ready to go through the airport. And they tell him he has to take off his hat. And he is not having it. He is just like so done, but he takes off his hat so he can get on the plane. And the internet lost it when she said he looked like the Michigan Bruce Willis. Where? Just where? Please tell me where this man looks like Bruce Willis. Everyone wanted to know, did she need glasses? Was she losing it any more than she's already losing it? what i don't know did you see bruce willis because i didn't see bruce willis oh gosh no like what no no i was comparing him to like the conehead family but bruce willis well okay just so you guys know again i tweet live and i actually tweeted a side-by-side of bruce willis and gino tlc 90 day fiance they took it and ran with it yes they retweeted it and this tweet went crazy people were calling him let's see i got the great value walmart uh walmart version of pitbull um then some woman said please don't insult pitbull like that (laughs) um of course everyone was saying that jasmine needed glasses Um, People were calling her delusional, but the responses to this one were hilarious. This went all the way from Sunday into Monday. Like, I think, what did I tell you? Like the last time I checked, we were getting, still getting responses at like four or five in the afternoon, Monday afternoon. So, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, seeing these tweets and these replies, it's pretty funny. One of them says here, no, she said that Gino looks like Bruce Willis and Patrick Starr had a love child. That was just, I mean, it's so crazy. Like, these people are losing it over it. But, oh, my gosh, I was like, what? Did she really say he looks like Bruce Willis? And then somebody was like, no, she said Bruce Wills. Like, oh my gosh. But yeah, she just like has this idea that everybody wants her man. Where have we seen this again? That's right. Julia, who believes that everyone wants Brandon. But of course, in typical 90 day fashion, Gino has a secret because he's been contacting one of his exes and he knows that this makes her nuts. And she finds out because this woman actually friends her on Facebook and starts messaging her about what's going on between her and Gino. And he commits the ultimate ultimate no-no what does he do guys he sends his ex nudes of jasmine 
<sighs> Gino, 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 just when we thought we were feeling bad for you because you were connected to crazy on a string and you go and pull that. Like, really? <sighs> I don't know. It's just crazy. Like, I can't even say the other words because I'm trying to keep a PG here because I know some of you listen with in the car with kids or in the living room, whatever you're doing, you're, there's kids around. But for him to pull that, it made me wonder, like, what the heck? Like, what is going through your brain? Like, who even does that? Like, I just don't understand. Like, are you trying to be malicious? Like, but I thought you got along with your ex-wife because he talked about it from the beginning of the season, how they get along, they still talk and, you know, they've gone their separate ways. I have no idea, but that was too much. And next week it gets really ugly where she's just like, I hate you. I hate you. You broke my heart in million pieces. And I'm thinking, what? Excuse me. What? I, I, I'm so confused. I don't know what show you're I, on. Yeah, I didn't get that. I really didn't get that. I'm like, you barely know this man. Like, what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But who did you want to talk about next? Why don't we talk about Mike and Hanema? <laughs> oh, my gosh. These two why 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 so mike okay mike what the heck is wrong with you like i was with you i was rooting for you dude i don't even know why i was rooting for you because jimena is a weirdo but i think you two weirdos deserve each other um but mike is trying to do everything and then what got me was when he blamed him, all of his behaviors on ADHD. Like, what, what, I, uh, I, I really wasn't with that. Like, stop blaming that for you not knowing that you should put your booger tissues in the garbage like that's no <sighs> so yeah I don't know but we find out that Jimena's dad actually wants to meet with Mike and he wants to know what his intentions are for his daughter which is a normal thing like that is a very very normal thing for him to want to know, hey, what are your intentions toward my daughter? And what do you plan on doing? Because not only are you dealing with her, but you also have to deal with the kids. And it was like, oh, okay, he's really going for this. So, you know, he tells him, I really love her. I love the kids. I don't want to be in and out of their lives. I want to marry her. Do I have your blessing? And Ultimately, her father does give him his blessing, and it's like, oh, okay. Now, this is what her father was actually hoping for. This is what her parents were hoping for. We really start to find out now that actually her parents do not like her lifestyle. 
they don't like the way Jimena has been living the lifestyle of, oh yeah, I just want to keep having babies or I want these babies, but I don't want the babies to have dads. Like she does not, I mean, and let's put it this way. Now she can't have any babies, but she doesn't want, she doesn't want dads involved. She just made sure that she could get pregnant. And it's like, whoa. So, you know, we find out that her parents aren't, her parents' line of thinking doesn't quite line up with hers. And, you know, he tells her, you know, she needs to get ready so that they can have a special night and he's inviting everyone out. And so her parents actually express to her that they want her to, they hope that he proposes and that she accepts his proposal. And then she starts to say, well, I don't like him because he does this and he does that and he does the other. And the funny thing is, it's not what her father says, but what her mother says, which is when she met her father, she actually did not know how to cook. Her father was the one that taught her how, her father was the one that taught her how to cook. And they said that, you know, that's what marriage is, learning from one another, being with one another. It's not just about, and it really made me think like, you know, oh my gosh, she's expecting some ready, set, go person, someone that she doesn't have to work on. But that's what, that's what she's looking for, someone that she doesn't have to work on. But they're saying, look, listen, another thing that was very surprising to me is Jimena has no source of income right now. Like Mike has been paying her, paying all of her bills. Not just, not just the rent sometimes, not just buying her certain things. But if she were to break up with Mike, she actually has no income. I was like, what? She's got nothing. She's got nothing. Absolutely nothing. Mike doesn't open up his eyes. She's been taking advantage of him. And Mike, do not use your ADHD as an excuse for your boogers and your cleanliness. Like, it's so bad that he had to use it as an excuse. Like, yeah, I forget things, too, because I have a learning disability myself, but I'm not being dirty and not disposing, you know, oh, I just can't get into it. Cause I'm going to get into a rabbit hole with this man, but overall she does not have a job. She's using him. I feel like she, when the dad said, well, or I think it was the mom, like, what, what, what would you say if he proposed to you tonight? Cause you know, it's a, it's a dinner. It's a, it's a nice place. Everyone's getting all dolled up here. And she was just like, well, I don't know what I would do. I don't, I don't think so. Because he's disgusting. He's dirty. And I'm thinking, you just want the monthly paycheck to arrive at your door every single month. Because at the beginning, guys, she said she used to, she loves working in nails. She likes being an esthetician. She does uh, her mom's nails, her sister and her friends just to get practice. She used to work at some sort of salon. And then that was it. Like, you know, think COVID happened and she couldn't really work much. But I'm pretty sure she stopped working automatically because Mike was probably sending a good amount of money and sending a good amount of money, even $500 in bear can get you a long way in Colombia. So you know what this, this, I don't know. Is she going to say no, 
or is she going to say yes? I feel like she's going to say no because she broke into tears, but I don't know. Some people break into tears during engagement because, oh my God, this is happening. This is what I wanted. But the fact that she was hiding her face and it was like in shame or embarrassment, but from what it seems like, in my opinion, she does not want to get married to him. So I'm curious how this goes. You're not the only one. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I don't know. We'll see where this couple goes next week. For real. Oh my gosh. So we have one more couple. Oh, yeah. Okay. Are are you not happy about this couple? This couple has been on the internet still since the episode aired the morning of when it aired the morning of, I think it was like 7 a.m. at Discovery Plus. People have been going nuts even more when it was live on TLC and it's still going. We're, we're recording this episode on a Tuesday and we're still seeing the response of this couple today. And it was nuts. But I didn't, you know what, actually, I can't say that because I have not been on Twitter today. So I, I didn't know, or are they on Instagram, like losing it? It's more on Instagram. The memes are popping up. Even Kimberly decided to say her statement about what happened on that episode. Um, It's just crazy. I, okay, let's just get to it. I've never seen, never, ever seen this person beg so much for the boom, boom here. It was, it was crazy. Come on. on. You know, she came all this way and she's just like, she wants to be his special person. And how can she not be his special person if they don't sleep together? It's like Memphis. It was just too much. Like this woman (laughs) was begging for the boom, boom. You know, when you, you're in the candy shop. And you've been asking your mom for candy like seven times because you're like, I want the candy. I want the candy, even though you're there just to air quote, look around this, this woman was like a child in the candy shop. I want the lollipop. I want the lollipop. Why can't you give me this lollipop? Well, we're running out of time. We have to go home for dinner. And it was like, no, I want it now. Like it was crazy. And I'm thinking, I never seen someone beg this much for the boom, boom. And it was so difficult. And she, I, you know, this man's head is like, I got a MacBook air or a MacBook, whatever it is. And, um, a PS five it's costing him a lot. She wants the boom, boom. Right. And the thing is, I I just didn't like the fact that he led her on to think that she was going to get the boom. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it's like, oh, you, I moved into your room. What more do you want? But then you're like undressing her like, oh, my gosh. So sexy, baby. Like, really? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And we see him get mad because he feels like she's forcing him, which she kind of is. She really, really is. But it's just like you're leading her to believe that something's going to happen. That's not going to happen. True. They're both at fault for this. Really? Mm-hmm. So she talks to him and says, you know what? I'm not going to beg you. We're not going to do this. Just come, you know, come and sleep in my room. 
and I will leave you alone. It's like, oh, okay. I, I don't know what to say about this couple at all. At all. You know, from the beginning, we know that Usman wants the green card. She is from California. Mm-hmm. That's bonus points because he wants to be in California. That's where mm-hmm. everybody is. And he does he wants a free ride on Kimberly's expense. And I think you mentioned it last week or the week before. I don't remember which episode, but you mentioned how he's claimed to be this um international superstar yes but also he's got the money with that you know he's got the money so if you have or claim to have the money you could have just gotten yourself over there already without having to get married if you got the money because he's apparently worth a lot in nigeria and they converted into u.s dollars and that's more than a lot of people's salaries here but I I'm thinking you don't have to get married, dude. Just get over there, get a work permit or something. I don't know. There's so many mm-hmm. options. Just figure it out. But mm-hmm. of course, he wants to stay relevant. He wants to be able to show off more of his music, and this is why he's doing it. And he's taking advantage of this woman over here who's begging for the boom boom, and he's playing with her, with her emotions that. The end game for him is getting that green card, going into LA, and air, I'm going to say this in air quotes, becoming an international superstar. Yep, it's super. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, nope, not happening, not happening, not happening. So yeah, this couple's taking over the internet, and I don't know, I don't know. I used to be a fan of Usman. Not in that way, but like I, I thought that maybe, you know, I felt like baby girl Lisa was a bit too much and she was going ham, but I'm not team Usman anymore. I am not team Usman anymore. So same here. Maybe if he took advice from his management, because like you mm-hmm. said, it's not good for his reputation. Yeah. Exactly. See you later. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So let's move on to the single life. Oh my gosh. What a weird. We, yeah, we had part one of the tell all. So, <sighs> where do we start with this one? Well, we had all of the single lifers on, and of course, and we start to see them arrive, which I feel like this is something that TLC will put on the air again. So we will probably see things on, on discovery plus that you won't see on television if you watch it later, but we see the couples, the, the single lifers arrive slowly. Um, Everyone is there with the exception of, um, J and J Jennifer and Jesse, they are still in, another country and are going to be logging in remotely but we first see stephanie arrive and stephanie's the first one there uh i don't know what did you think of that weird dress she was wearing which was like where her boobs were about to fall out uh i think she did that on purpose to get some attention i i don't doubt that she did but yeah so 
then we see, of course, Big Ed arrive, and everyone kind of trickles in slowly, but then everyone's out on stage, and the first one in the hot seat, believe it or not, is Mama Debbie. And it was just super crazy to watch because now they invite out Colt and Vanessa. And Colt is just, for lack of a better word, being a butt. Colt is, he's, you know, not being too good to his mom. And he's actually blaming her for... Vanessa having a miscarriage. Now, he's saying that she depends on him way too much and they didn't, they couldn't get any privacy to the point where Vanessa actually moved out. Vanessa went ahead and moved out and um, hadn't been in the house for, I would say, three weeks, I think they said. But yeah, she moves out and she hasn't um she hasn't been back in the house yet. And it's all because they're saying that Debbie is knocking on the door when the door is closed. Debbie always needs cult for something. But Debbie's saying that she doesn't, you know, she's actually gonna plan to move in with her friend Audrey and leave them alone but she really feels as though you know Colt came to embarrass her but he is he's acting like a huge butt and he's being really really rude to his mom now I don't know I'm pretty sure that you know she is quite dependent on him but the, the crazy part is he has, they have this weird codependent relationship. And now he's trying to blame her for, you know, ruining his life, so to speak. But that's not really the way any of this is going. It's not Debbie ruining his life. He just like springs things on her at the most inopportune times. So uh, it, it's super duper crazy super duper crazy but Debbie actually walked off the set and was you know decided hey you know what this is my single life journey I am not letting him run me off I am going to sit on the stage and the crazy part is they invite Colt and Vanessa to stay there and you know because he was on the single life the season before, so they want to get his input, which the weird thing is they never actually gave input, but he wanted, they they invited them to stay so that they could give input, which was like, ugh. But yeah. Then one of the craziest things was they moved to Big Ed and Liz. Big Ed is just like, you know, he's super happy now. And Liz is really happy now. But the one thing is their family members didn't show up. Their family members did not show up. Not really saying their family members, but his. Meaning Norma, his mom, 
and his daughter, Tiffany. They don't support it. They, they're trying to blame. They sent a family friend to get on Zoom to speak to Sean, and they're blaming, you know, her for breaking up their family, so to speak. I don't think that that is so much true as they would like for it to be. But yeah, they're blaming her for breaking up their family. And and he's just like, you know, it's not true. They needed time. They needed time to be alone. And we find out that the friend that they're talking to has been the author of Ed's breakup text with women. And especially with Liz. He's been ghost writing breakup texts for him (sighs) which I think is a sucky thing in and of itself because it's just like how could you have someone ghost write your breakup text but yeah he's had been ghost writing breakup texts for big ed it's just like oh my gosh but big ed said he actually is set to get married with Liz, even if his daughter and his mother don't show up, which to me was like, whoa, they want Liz to sign a prenup. She's willing to sign it, but he do- he doesn't want her to sign a prenup. But in between that, they break, and Natalie has her two cents to add, which, like, who the heck is Natalie? But Natalie adds her two cents and says, no, I don't understand why she won't sign a prenup. That makes no sense. And Liz overhears and says, hey, I never said I wouldn't sign a prenup. I said I would. Use your ears. You know, and she and Natalie's just like, you shouldn't over overhear or listen to people's conversations. And it's like, whatever. Like, you have nothing to say. You have really, really nothing to say. So it's just like, but this couple is unflipping believable, unflipping believable. But hey, we knew it was coming. We told you they've been announcing their engagement for a while. It seems that she's also been staying at the house for a while, her and her daughter. So they seem to be extremely happy. They don't seem to be rushing anything. But We will see where they go. You know, for right now, they seem extremely happy. So there's that. Then we move on to Sinjin and Tanya. And they bring out, believe it or not, they bring out Tanya. And Sinjin can't keep his eyes off of her. She looks absolutely amazing. She's gotten rid of the pink shirts, everybody. Thank you. Thank goodness. Because I don't think I could do another Tanya pink shirt. But they've, she's gotten rid of the pink shirts. She's got this amazing red dress on. And she is dressed to the nines looking amazing. But dear goodness. They're talking and they start showing, you know, what went on between the two of them. And... You can tell for them there is still some sort of love there. And even Tanya says that she doesn't, she thinks that there's still a possibility that they can get back together. 
you know, she wants them to go ahead and get back together, maybe in the future, maybe if Sinjin changes his mind about children, but we're not sure where Sinjin, Sinjin stands right now with it, but, you know, they clearly still love each other, and we start to find out things like Tanya is paying Sinjin's rent, but, but, we already knew that this was a possibility because remember, no matter where this person goes for the next 10 years, you are responsible once you sign that affidavit of financial support, you are responsible for this person. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, she's paying his rent and he, he went to on a trip. Like, yeah, more than likely. This is why I tell you, sometimes if you are not ready for that K-1 visa process, you have to be very wary. And like I said, one of the things is it's like taking care of another child. So, oh my goodness. But yeah, so it's just like she, she, she's upset about it because he went, then went on a trip, but she can't complain. She actually cannot complain. So we know that at some point, you know, her mom is going to come out, it seems, next week. Because remember, this is only part one. Her mom is going to come out and, you know, things, we're going to find out how her mom really feels. Then it's gonna get heated. <laughs> yeah, it is gonna get heated. It's gonna get extremely heated. It's gonna get super heated. But then they move on to Stephanie, who we find out has become a millionaire within the past year. Did you see that Elise face when she said that? She was like, "Wait, what?" She had to hold on to her seat. Yeah, she, she almost flipped out. But it, I don't think it was her face. It was also Jennifer's face. Like a millionaire in her own right. Yeah. So find out, you know, that the fart business is very, very lucrative. Selling farts and uh, doing feet pics and all this stuff. She has been able to become a millionaire overnight and having a good time. But you know the crazy part? is I'm finding out that there is some guy on OnlyFans that you have to pay him $8 a month to be in his fan club, and he actually just sits there on camera and reads fan fiction. He doesn't do anything crazy. He just reads fan fiction on camera. Wow. I'm like, wait, what? I'm starting to think we're in the wrong business. <laughs> <laughs> for real so yeah that she's become a millionaire overnight and she finds out that she really likes men more than she likes women but she is in a relationship and thank you goodness she has lost her celibacy to some parisian man and he is does everything that she likes and more because there are things that we can't say because there are children probably sitting next to you 
But yeah, she's very, very happy for the most part. It's crazy so, because some of the things she's mentioned, I'm thinking, wait, what? But there's COVID. <laughs> but that's what everybody else is saying. It's like, you do realize that it's like, oh, like, yeah. So she finds out that she feels more of an awakening now than she's felt before in her life. And she's happy with it. I mean, if she's happy, what can we say? What can we say? But, oh my gosh. We then find, we, they talk a little bit about Natalie and ask her how she's doing. But her segment really hasn't come up yet, which is really weird. But again, this is only the first half. Um, and I think she really is starting to realize that she's been a little bit too too picky because even though some of these situations haven't worked out people have experienced way more than she has it seems and you can tell by her facial expressions you know so she's not quite happy with that but one of the crazy things that happens is Jay and Jay are really oh my goodness they're going at it you know, they think they are the bomb. They are in Cancun, Mexico and having a blast, you know. But one of the things that got me was, you know, Jennifer claims that she is living her best life and she is an architect and a fashion designer. Like, what? You know, I I don't know what to say about that because we've heard at the beginning of the season again as i repeat this she was looking for a man with a luxury lifestyle and it doesn't add up to me because you know some of these 90 dayers who have professions are open to sharing your profession even though things might not be like you can't share certain things they share other things the way they make a living outside of 90 day fiance. And we've seen that a lot. We've seen a lot of them like, okay, Chantel going to nursing school. We've seen uh, some of them just being in school and upgrading their courses. Some of them just being a teacher and some of them be working at McDonald's as a manager. Like, you know, we, we've seen these 90 day or show like, okay, this is what I do. So for me, I, I kind of question it. Like if you are both, that's great. You know, show us your work. I'm curious. I want to see what you design. I want to be out. I, I actually, I'm curious. I Let's just put it this way. I am curious. I'm a bit nosy of how she does both. Um, because I, it doesn't add up to me. It really doesn't. But hey, if she doesn't and she can't share anything, great. I, I Whatever it is, what it is. But I don't know. You can't do both or one or the other. But, mm, you know. I, I don't know. Uh, the whole segment with Jennifer and Jesse, it was very, it was interesting to see facial expressions. And I love when people pick up on this, especially on social media. And I, we had this conversation. And again, for those who are following the first time, we usually talk on the daily basis just to kind of plan out what's happening with, with our collaborations. But right, also right. in general, we say, Hey, how's it going? How's the family? You know, vice versa. 
And we, we talked about this for quite some time because I have never seen someone get so defensive, so angry, so scared all in the same time, because when they were to bring up Kakwa, her face got frightened and nervous. And she was just like, damn it. Don't tell them we did the jiggy jiggy. All right. Because I'm going to get screwed here. And again, and I, you know, what's crazy. I was agreeing with Steffi because you know how they take a little break and kind of just, you see the 90 dayers kind of just go in the back room and talk amongst each other. I kind of agree with Stephanie. She said, and so did Ed, which I was just like, I can't believe I'm agreeing with this guy. And anyway, they both said she created this lie. She's stuck in this lie. She has to stay with this lie. And she, she's got to own up to the lie. Like she's got to keep going with it because there's no, she can't let it out. And if she does let it out, then there's things that we don't know about. Everyone picked up that she is hiding something. I have well, to say- yeah, but- we, if you remember, I even picked up the fact that she yeah. said to, when she said to Tanya, she says, you know, when you're still in love with your ex, why would you say when you're still in love with your ex, you claim that you guys weren't even dating, that you guys really didn't have sex. So how is this guy your ex? Exactly. Exactly. So she is really stuck at this point, but I've never seen anybody so defensive, so angry, so nervous, and so scared. And every time she looked at Jesse, she had to look at his reaction to see like, if he was like WTF, like what's going on here? Like she was trying to see like what he's picking up. But of course he kept saying like, I have to believe Jennifer. I have to believe Jennifer. Why is it that you have to, are you becoming like Jasmine or Gino where he has to love her because he's got no other choice? Like, what is it? What is it? So I, this whole entire segment kind of just was one of those moments of Jennifer's hiding something. We knew they had the jiggy jiggy because they're the way they held hands and stuff. And it just didn't make sense to me the way Kakwa reactive in certain situations and how he was just like, why do you guys need to know? What is it that you need to know? I know it's your first time on 90 day on the tell all, but the whole point is to tell it all like the, you know, keyword there, tell all. So for him not to be able to share in the way he reacted and smiled, definitely something went down. And when everybody was like, Oh Yeah. They did something. Her face was just even more angry because no one is believing her at this point. So I was surprised they even brought Tim and Jennifer for their segment where I was like, oh my goodness. And the way Sean, well, it's not Sean's fault. It's production. She's reading off cards and she's reading off of the panel. So she's saying how, you know, it was a, it, she had to decide either who was better, Jesse or Tim and whatever. She's like, no, 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 no. I did not say that. I have no comparison. No comparison is needed with Tim and Jesse. Girl, we get it. Like, Jesus. We get it. We get it. You know, <laughs> Jesse lives luxury lifestyles because that's what he gets paid to be, to be some weird influencer after he's finished making his rounds on the nursing home circuit whereas <laughs> as strange as he is is a successful businessman who is rich in his own right and shall we say didn't want to pay for a third visa for you oh oops did I say that yeah I said it yeah and she got really angry like she got really angry and blaming 
Vanessa for bringing it up saying like, oh, I have the receipts. Like you broke up with him with that. And I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say this. I actually believe, uh, sorry, Veronica, I kept saying Vanessa, Veronica, I do believe her because she doesn't seem the type to like, she can stir crap up, but she's not the type to not lie about it. Like they, I don't know. I feel like she's very honest for some reason. I've been following her, I've been seeing her stories and everything. Like, I don't know. I get that vibe that she's going to tell you the truth no matter what. And obviously Tim is helping her raise Chloe. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to stand up for this guy to a certain extent, of course. Right. Um, but you know, Jennifer, I've never seen her like with everything that was happening. She kept looking at Jesse, kept looking at Jesse, but she had this angry face because one, she was caught in a lie with Kakwa that no one ever believes like, come on, that's not really a relationship. And the comment she said to Tanya, which Tanya herself was like, what? Wait, no, no, no. Um, and then you've got Tim and Veronica on the screen, which even triggered her even more because, I felt like she was afraid that Tim was going to say even more what happened. And that's, that's so horrible. Like you broke up with him because of a third visa. And now he's, she's trying to get back at him because he never wanted to sleep with her at the beginning. And she feels like that's her way of getting them back. The both of them, like it, it, it's just so weird. Like, you know what, Jennifer and Jesse, I hope this is the last time and TLC, this, this has got to be the last time we see them because I'm so over it. And so is the whole entire 90 day universe. Like it's ridiculous. Whoever's buying their bracelets and necklaces. Come on. No. They're just ridiculous. They're ridiculous. So yeah, I, I don't, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. And we see part of their fight continue next week. So, yeah, but then we also see, you know, Natalie get into it with Mike next week. It seems like Natalie thought she was living the good life, but she's not. It's winding down so fast. So I'm excited to see that. But what's taken him so long to file a divorce? Like, come on, man. She did you the dirty. She made you look like crap. She wanted to change you. Mm -mm. She would have been gone a long time ago in my books. That was my thought too. But then the other thing is that she is, you know, she seems to be thinking that she's going to stay and he wants a divorce. Like what? I don't understand why she's so upset that he wants to divorce her. Like, girl, bye. You were threatening to go back to the Ukraine. So go. Exactly. Go. This is your chance. Like, seriously. So we'll see what happens. And we're going to find out even if her and Josh are still together or still seeing each other, still golfing. We don't know. Yeah, who knows? I have no clue. But is it safe to say we can wrap this thing up? Let's do it. Well, guys, thank you so much. Also, uh, there is a Kim's Convenience this week. I'm not sure if we're going to have a 90 day fiance recap. Just stay tuned on Instagram. I'm getting some oral surgery done. I'm getting uh, some wisdom teeth pulled out. Uh, so I have, I don't know, depending how I recover, they may or may not be an episode, uh, but stay tuned on Instagram. If you don't care for me and you don't see an episode, it's probably because I'm still recovering. I don't know what's going to happen. But don't forget to check out CQP Moments podcast and also her new podcast. Yep, clean pin in the wingman, 100% authentic. Awesome. 
Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And, and you're you listening, are to you listening to, to a, a little bit of everything, everything with, with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.